What is up, everyone, and welcome to the Bobby Mason Audio Experience. Thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me, personally. Also, a big shout-out to Educating Entrepreneurs. Thank you for sponsoring this podcast. Guys, this podcast is created for all of you because, you know what, the world of entrepreneurship is seriously viewed as this glitzy, heroic career with all these guaranteed pathways to riches and success when, just to be completely honest, you don't just snap your finger and bang, have the mansion, have the travels, have all the pretty ladies. That's just not how it works. So in the Bobby Mason audio experience, we actually have real entrepreneurs on the show. I'm personally a serial entrepreneur after starting 15 companies. And essentially this entire show is just about entrepreneurship and sharing our entrepreneurial stories, our life lessons, our success methods, and lastly, really being honest about our royal F-ups. So thank you so much for listening. You guys can find this podcast anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. You know, iHeart, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all those good things. So without further ado, let's get to the show. Thank you so much again, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Didn't Decide. What is this? <laughs> I know. I was thinking about that this week. We don't have a name. We don't have a cool picture yet. But we'll, Welcome we'll to there. the podcast with friends. Two, three best friends just having a good old time discussing life, love, and mystery. What if we just called it that? Three best friends. <laughs> Might as well. No, oh. we can think of something cooler. Way cooler. Yeah, so uh, hi, everyone. Welcome to the edition Podcast. of the Bobby Mason Audio Experience with the greatest of boys ever, because you guys really, really love having them on the show. I don't know what happened today, um, but all of you guys, well, I guess... Well, all I know is we quadrupled our downloads today, just for some random reason. Um, for which, we had for which podcast episode? Um, just in general, for some reason, the Bobby Mason Audio Experience had six thousand downloads today, and twenty two hundred fell on one of our episodes, our last one. About what did I name the last one? Do you remember, like our insecurities? Yeah, that one. So we were up to 3,000 downloads on that sucker. Wow. Yeah. So I'm glad you guys like what we're saying. Yeah. yeah. And Joey apologizes. He learned last week that his audio sucked. So he's not so going on the headphones. It sound today? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's better. It's definitely better than those headphones. Okay, cool. Yeah. So let's hop in because Brandon has to see family at a exact time when they open the door he um, has to be there i guess like yeah i'd like to be a good host yeah you, no one else lives there yeah we'll give you some context guys brandon lives with his parents right now and um <laughs> his aunt and cousin or something are coming over and he said he needs to cut this podcast short because he needs to welcome them into the home he needs to go upstairs and say hi and probably say good night and that's that's why he needs to cut the podcast short. 
and it's I not like it's not like they're stopping by just to say hi and then driving away who knows hmm interesting anyways i guess we'll jump in then first question i wanted to ask you guys is i don't know i was just thinking about parenting and i think we all had pretty decent parents and i was curious when you become a parent what's something that your parents used to do like for you or do with you that you'd want to mimic with your children like what's that thing that yeah you really want to copy because you think it made a big impact in your life um i can start okay so i think one thing i'm an only child for everyone's uh for some context for that so um going along with the only child thing people say you usually get whatever you want which <laughs> i mean wasn't fully the case but Dude, you had all the cool stuff as a kid it was, it was somewhat there you had the electric scooter oh <laughs> yeah. man that thing was awesome you had a skateboard <laughs> and an electric wheeler <laughs> only, only childs get a skateboard <laughs> yeah but um <laughs> I think the main thing was uh, basically not to pressure me to like stay in a sport or do stuff like that, like pressure me into stuff if I didn't want to do it. Like it wasn't like too controlling where it was like, if I didn't like soccer, they would be pissed and be like, well, you have to stay in it. Cause you know, we think that would be good for you. Like I, I was never, trying to live a dream that they didn't accomplish, I guess. Cause you see that happen with some people's kids where if their parent didn't make it in a sport that they wanted their kid to be the most successful in that sport. And I think that was something that was nice that, I mean, I don't know how athletic they were, but um, I think that was nice for if I didn't like soccer, I mainly quit soccer because I got hit in the head with a ball and I was just done with it after that and they weren't like all right like I think you should keep trying on it it was kind of like okay you don't want to do that that's fine um I'm sure they did ask if I keep they made sure I didn't I was fully done with it they weren't just like no you have to do this and they weren't like pissed if I quit it was kind of like all right let's move on to the next thing and see what you like so I think that was pretty nice and I kind of want to do that but I could probably see myself being a parent that'd be like, all right, you, you should be a three-point specialist and go to Duke. But <laughs> all right. I get my smarts. <laughs> I have a follow-up question to that then. Yeah. So you liked that your parents really didn't force you into anything, right? Yeah. So how did that carry over into things that maybe you should have been forced into or tried harder on like I don't know what your parent like what was your parents teaching on getting good grades or working hard in school or yeah. like what was the balance between those type of things and fun things I think it was I think there was a different balance obviously with school um when I wasn't doing well they obviously were like all right you got to get it figured out like there was discipline that came along with it but it wasn't just like oh you got a bad grade that's fine you know we'll 
just keep trying. And obviously they want me to keep trying and, but they found ways to help me, whether it was find like tutors or whatever it was, they didn't just like, be like, all right, you're not good at that. We'll just move on and you can get a bad grade and it's fine. It was, yeah, there was discipline that came along with it and there was the help to find a tutor or whoever it may be to get help in that. And then, um, obviously when I was not doing well at Holy Family, it was finding an alternate where I felt more comfortable and tried out Chanhassen for a little bit. Um, last Is that semester. your choice or your parents? Uh, I think, I think they kind of brought it up and I was like, yeah, let's, let's give it a go. Um, so I tried it out and then after we realized it was kind of, I needed a tutor. So it was kind of, learning as we go because we didn't know really what the issue was so I think it was more focus based and I got a tutor when I came back to Holy Family and that's when I had like my best semester that I've had in school so I think it was just trying to trial and error see what works see what you need to do and adjust I mean the reason why I asked is because I feel like I kind of struggle with that concept like if my if I could see my kid like really put in a lot of effort into a lot of things and you just kind of I feel like you just kind of get that vibe if you're going to have a kid that is a slacker or a kid that's kind of an overachiever and I feel like if my kid was just a natural overachiever since they were younger I'd feel much more comfortable giving them the freedom to kind of do whatever because it's like yeah. I know they're going to work hard in the thing that they enjoy doing. But like, if I have a kid that's struggling early on with like really wanting to do much more than play, right. Cause there's a lot of us kids out there that just want to have fun and not do work. Cause that's how we are. I have a tough time knowing, like, do I give them bandwidth to do what they want to do? Because I'm afraid that they'll just bounce around and they'll never commit to anything. Or does that kid require me to put some pressure on them? Like you play basketball and you dribble it off your feet too many times and you decide you don't like it. Like in that moment, do I say, good, I understand that you don't like it. You can move on to something else or based on their persona. Do I say, no, you have to keep playing, you know, and yeah. I, I have no idea what the right answer is on that one. Yeah. I think that's tough. I think it has to be like, I don't know. I would say like actually see when it happens and how you feel about it. Like, cause obviously you could say that now, but then in the moment it's going to be, a, I think it's going to be a way different feeling mm -hmm. just yeah. by how emotions would be. I mean, it's definitely a situational approach and, and in terms of that situation, it would be, you know, Oh, I know you had a rough day, but you know, let's give it a few more shots here. And if you're still not liking it, let's move on, but yeah, make sure you give it a good shot. And, uh, and then if you're still not liking it, I'm good dropping it. Yeah. I think that's fair. Cause it is tough. You don't want them to, you don't want to just give them the idea that if something gets tough, you can, they can just blow it off pretty much and they don't have to fight against adversity or anything. Not that that, dribbling the ball off your foot is adversity but yeah um kind of you know learning small um concepts and applying them to other portions of your life yeah yeah
What would yours be, Joe? Um, one of the really amazing things that um, my dad taught me or that he did and that I kind of noticed and really appreciated is how much that he appreciates kind of everyone, no matter what level of kind of workforce or whatever they are, you know, like, <clears throat> for instance, at the middle school that we are at, like, they got really got to know like the janitor there and, you know, became close with them and, and helped him out. Um, you know, everyone that he works with um, in his in, in the business world, um, you know, if they're low-level entry person coming in, he treats them with the utmost respect. If it's someone as a cashier, he's like, he's very sincere when he talks to them and he's very patient and, you know, say, hey, Kyle, how you doing today? Or yeah. whether it's a cashier, a waiter, waitress, whatever it may be. And I think that's really something that I've noticed and something that I would love to hopefully be able to portray to my kids that, you know, everyone matters equally no matter what level position or whatever it may be in the social chain um everyone really matters yeah that's a good one i remember my dad was always like that too didn't matter mm -hmm. it didn't matter how much our parents did didn't matter how much money they had or what what their position was i asked yeah just like your dad i remember him always talking to the janitors like mm -hmm. i mean and yeah honestly, you remember that I was just going to say, you remember the janitor at middle school, in middle school too, probably. Yeah, I mean, we talked to him all the time. We liked being friends with the janitors because that's how we grew up. Like, everyone was the same and everyone was the same level of awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we, yeah, we didn't know any different because that's how our parents acted, so. And that's, like, the right way to act. Like, still today, it doesn't, I, I feel no different, like, if I drive up to, and this is just, like, the kind of people I hang out with now, but like, I feel no different if I drive up to that guy's house, that's 50,000 square feet and it's a $20 million property versus the person that's living in the hundred thousand dollar condo. Like it, it's no different. They're the same people. They interact the same way. They want the same level of love and affirmation and general caring affection about their lives and there's really just no difference it's so weird it's so weird i mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's, i'm trying to think of his name uh it's like uh Valenzi, Valenzio. yeah Valenzio. yeah so there was Valenzio, there was mitch and there was jeff well, mitch yeah. was the baller <laughs> yeah gosh he was so I good know. at basketball and has got a pretty good gig now <laughs> yeah yeah i'd like that gig really badly but yes he was a baller it was awesome to watch the faculty versus the eighth graders game and you him and mr zask would just fall out yeah and guys I'm, I'm gonna share what his gig is because i guess these gigs just exist his official gig is him and his <laughs> wife they just go to super rich people's houses take care of the houses so like they'll go to an island and get paid to stay in that island for three months, live in that person's 30,000 square foot house that's probably $30 million, drive their fancy cars, 
and then just make sure it's all good to go when someone comes back. And then when someone, one of those rich owners go to that house, they uh, hop on a plane, Mitch and his wife hop on a plane and go to another very fancy house and take care of that. So they just, they essentially just live a luxury life for, I mean, they get paid to live a luxury life. I would easily do that for free, but you also get paid on top of it. That's awesome. It's not a bad thing. Not at all. Not, not a bit. I want it. I don't know how you get, how you get a broken one of those. It's, it's gotta just, you just gotta know people. Yeah. I need to know more people. Yeah, exactly. Um, mine would be and mine also relates to my dad sorry mothers at the moment but just you know with sons the sons seem to learn more from their fathers or Mm -hmm. yeah so my scenario the thing that I loved about my dad is that he always treated me and I think most of us like adults and it was always the stereotypical he was like I'd don't care what you do. You can come back at any time of night. You can take my boat out. You can take all of our, our toys out. You can do whatever you want with those toys. You can ruin them, whatever, but I'm going to treat you like an adult. If you take people on on the boat and you guys all drink underage, I'm going to call the cops on you. Like I, I told you guys that all the time in high school and he was being dead serious. Right. And like, He's like, you do some drugs, and I find out, I'll call the cops on you. (laughs) And he's like, and I still remember, he was like, you just have all my trust. So I'm going to treat it, I'm going to treat you in a way that I completely trust you, and you can do whatever you want with that trust until you break it. And so he's like, yeah, and it was, it was cool, because like, there were times that I wouldn't come home until the middle of the night from Ashley's house out on the farm, or I'd drive home from one of your guys's houses in the middle of the night. Cause I just couldn't sleep. And he didn't care what I did at all. He just wanted to know the honest truth. And I still remember one single time that I broke that trust and I went to a female's house and lied about where I went and I came back and he knew exactly what had happened. And he just looked at me and he goes, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to ground you. He's like, you're an adult. That's how I will always treat you. But just know that you lost a significant amount of my trust today. And I was just like, crap. That's unfortunate. Yeah. And he's like, for that, I mean, you know, if you want to keep doing that, he's like, you can just live somewhere else. It it doesn't matter to me. He's like, we have suitcases, we have luggage. And (laughs) like, he wasn't trying to be mean, but that's just like the way that he structured things where it was like, I'm going to treat you like an adult. And if you don't want to act like an adult, go try to do your own unique adult things that don't follow rules somewhere else. And he's like, I, he's like, you can do that. You have the choice to do that. I will not stop you. But he's like, those are just the rules in which you have to follow if you're going to do your own thing. And I, I like to instill that in my kids because I think it, 
it like carried over all the way into college and stuff like that. Because even when I was in college, it was so ingrained in me that like, I didn't want to do anything to break the trust that I'd spent my whole life creating. And I, I considered the same principles, like even now, you know, because it's just like something that's so deeply ingrained in us. So yeah, that's what I'd like to do with my kids. Cause I like that a lot. Is that, is that what you do with, <clears throat> with everyone in terms of giving them all of your trust until they break it? Or is that just yeah. more of like a family thing? Uh, no, I, I do that with everyone. And yes, sometimes it really bites me in the butt, but mm-hmm. I think that's, it's really helped me professionally and personally because any person I meet with, I'm a complete open book to like legitimately wide open. And I will tell them anything, give them any information they need to know if they need help. I'll give them as much as I can give them until they do something to break that, you know, and being and feeling that way or acting that way, that allows a lot of people to open up really quick. And that's kind of a blessing. And like I said, there's also a curse to it because you open up to people and you give them so much and sometimes they burn you and you go, dang it, I wish I wasn't that open. But that's just a trade-off. And I, I think, at least in my life so far, the pros definitely outweigh the cons for me. Mm-hmm. So the second question I wanted to ask you boys is if you could go back in time and change one thing, what would it be and why? And I don't, I don't necessarily want us to be giving answers. Like I'd like my grandma not to have cancer and be alive still. Like, I mean, I do wish that, but I want them to be more <laughs> sound like it. Yeah. Good. Good cover up there. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'd like them to be more things that have to do with like our personal growth. All right, I'll fire off here again. Like investing in Amazon when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be a good one. All right, nice, Joey. All right, moving on to the next person. No, um, I think mine would be, I think my life right now would be a whole lot different if we started doing stuff like this freshman year. I think I'd, I'd probably be at Harvard, honestly. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I think I would be a lot more well off and probably in something that I'd enjoy more work-wise. And I think I'd have a totally different mindset on going about different things. Like it, like it has changed a lot now, which is good. But I think if this would have happened freshman year, I would have been way different, but I mean, we're still young. So I think still doing this now, it's helped out tremendously. So why is that? Like what from this changes your life? I think just keeping it, top of mind and talking to people and you guys will disagree with this that I feel have their life more together than me and I think it's talking and motivating each other to stay on top of your stuff 
and actually try to push forward and do things that you feel like you would enjoy or have a better change in your life and produce a better outcome than just sitting around and playing video games like I was doing before. And I want to build off of what you just said, because I think it's important. I think just the idea that we get to sit down once a week with people that actively are trying to make each other better. Like we're actively taking one time every week to improve each other. Like that's valuable. If the three of us were coming on here every week and just playing some online video, I don't know any names of online video games or anything. Let's um, try to name one. I'm kidding. Go on. online. <laughs> Is Fortnite a computer game? Here you go, Grandpa. Nice. Is yeah. So not a computer game. <laughs> so we all have. If, if we all just. I love the young people. Gosh dang. If we didn't take the time to improve ourselves, like, yeah, it'd, it'd be a bummer at where we're at both professionally and personally, but it'd also be a bummer at like what our relationship was actually like. Like, I'm sure you guys hang out with people or you see people significantly more than you see me, like other friends. And I mean, I definitely see other friends or business partners way more than I see you guys, but like, I'm way closer or I would say like my relationship with you guys is way deeper than it is with the other people I see more because like, number one, I value your guys' opinions. I value your feedback. I value every conversation we have and I genuinely actually get excited just to talk because I know something positive is going to come out of it, or I'm going to learn like one new thing, or I'm going to become a little bit better in one new way. And I don't have that with other people. So it's so valuable. And that's why I'm so close. I feel like with my family, like my dad and brother, because we always are trying to make each other better. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's like such a cool thing for us. And that's why like, I'm happy Brandon said that because I'm happy that we can all do that for each other, you know? Yeah, no, it's, it's great that we, and it's nice that it's not like, it's not a chore. I mean, like you said, it's something I get excited about, like this type of discussion and, and learning about each other. I mean, we're learning about each other more deeply and there are, I don't want to spoil this for the audience, but there are a few things we do talk about offline uh, that yeah. may make it a little more personal, but for the most part, we're pretty, we're pretty open and that can be, that can be seen probably in our most recent podcast prior to this talking mm-hmm. about our insecurities. And so um, I think it's, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm also glad Brandon said that whether he's present or not. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it, it has helped me grow as well. And I've really appreciated it. Yeah. Well, what would yours be, Joe? Yeah, I was thinking about this and there's just like, there's a lot of options of where you could go with this. But one of the things that I think would be really cool and I think it's kind of a unique thing is really understanding the magnitude 
of what we were doing in high school when we created Three Timbers. Um, in terms of, we were creating a company. I mean, we were entrepreneurs and um, I think if I could have grasped kind of all of what we were doing and totally understood like, wow, this is pretty amazing. Like we could, like this is what we're doing, like the skills that we're learning right now, that's pretty incredible, especially compared to people around our age. And I know I don't, I'm trying not to compare myself to others, but I mean, if you look at it, I mean, we are like learning a lot of great, we were learning a lot of great skills at that age then. Yeah. And um, if I wish I could have understood that, I guess what I was learning and like, uh, that's not the right way to put it, but understand what we were making. I mean, that's pretty impressive and really appreciate that. And, um, and maybe that would have made me more open to other possibilities, knowing that we did something like that and being like, wow, that was, that was amazing. We just did that. And yeah. I think if I had to go back, I would really want to be able to understand the magnitude of what we created. Mine is actually very similar to yours. Um, not, yeah, it is tied to three timbers, but it's tied beyond that. Like, I wish I didn't care so much about high school. I wish that, I wish that there wasn't this insane amount of pressure that getting A's in AP physics or taking AP chem and doing all of those things just to do them because they had a title. Like they were the highest you could do it or something. Yes. That's like, why I didn't take those ones. <laughs> I wish, I wish I didn't put so much emphasis and focus on school and stuff that I, in high school that I really don't use at all today. Like I, maybe some math. Like I really calculus. Yeah, no, but like what? some English, I guess maybe I know now, but like for the most part, I don't look at history. I do zero with science. I do zero with Spanish. I do zero with pretty much everything. Yet I was stressing out for eight hours every night and staying up until one or two in the morning every day to get A's in those courses when this is butting up against what Joey was saying, piggyback off it, piggybacking off of it. There we go. Um, I wish I would have spent more of that time like working on three timbers. And I wish it wouldn't have just been three months out of the year where it was just like, Oh, I'm going to focus on it. And then I have to go to school and none of that matters anymore. I wish I would have tried to develop myself and my passions during those four years, because I think it was like a really unique opportunity to really separate myself from the pack, but I just didn't do it because I didn't know I could do it. I didn't know it was an option. I Is it looking, an option? It definitely is. Can you, and I'm just, I'm not saying it's not, I'm just curious in, I mean, in terms of not graduating high school? 
Oh, no, not in terms of not graduating. Like, you think about... Or are you feeling like caring too much about stuff that doesn't matter? I'm saying caring too much about, like... All right, so we sat there and we worked on getting A's all through high school. Maybe right? not all of them, but yeah. But, yeah, but, like, Almost. for example, you and I did. And we put in a lot of time in high school on homework. Like, I, mm-hmm. I swear I put in more time on homework in high school than I did in college. And what, what did we do? We went to St. Thomas together. We could have gotten into St. Thomas with C's. Mm-hmm. Like, we wasted hundreds of hours a month. Not wasted, because, I mean, I'm sure... T- it taught us good habits, but to spend that time building something or attempting new things, like the amount of growth, I, I can't even imagine how much I would have grown in those four years. Cause I think about how much I grew in college doing that, doubling that amount of time. My gosh, like that's insane to think about. And I, I just wish going back, I, I wish I wouldn't have, put that much pressure on myself for superficial things that really weren't tied to my passions. So follow-ups on that. So I, I do agree with you and I do think there should be some type of different strategy in high school. Um, and I'm not saying that's not true, but also I feel like, so two things in high school, I feel like you don't know exactly what you want. A lot of people don't know exactly what they want to do. I agree. And, and so if you're going to go out there and pursue a passion, this could be a, just a, a bullshit, pa- a BS passion that, um, you know, you think you like, but you're a high schooler and maybe you just think it's cool and you don't actually like it. And <clears throat> so I, I do get it. And I do think there's, other things we should put emphasis on. Um, But I think we should continue the opportunity to learn about, do like a, like a full, be a well-rounded individual when it comes to learning. I guess it's hard because you don't know what you like. And so if you're, if you're forced to do all this, maybe you'll find something that you do like. And I see both sides of the coin on this. Um, and, uh, but I do agree that you shouldn't stress out that much about it, but then at the same time, because you stress out so much about it and you got such good grades, you had so much more opportunity to do what you wanted when you got out of high school. Yes. I know we both went to St. Thomas, but our options were so much more than that. And so I, I, I agree. Go ahead. Here's the thing. I agree with I agree 100% with what you're saying. And I don't think that applies to everyone. What I was just saying, I wouldn't say my advice to all of you guys is to go half ass on high school and just do random crap because that doesn't build good habits. Mm-hmm. But if I'm thinking about just myself, like I feel like when we started Three Timbers, like a year after, I knew I was going to be building companies. Like, I just 
that's all I could think about, right? Like I think about it during the school year and think, gosh, we're right around the corner. We can start doing this stuff again. But I was so afraid of fitting in with the cultural norm. Just for me personally, me personally, I wish that I wouldn't have felt like I needed to fit in. And I wish I didn't feel like I needed to be such an overachiever in things that other people wanted me to be an overachiever in, not myself. So I just wish that I would have put more time into things I genuinely loved because I know personally, I spent four years going to high school every single morning when I woke up and started to drive there. I was like, this is going to be the most miserable seven and a half hours of my life. Like I freaking hate it here. Like, I mean, I, I loved seeing you guys and I loved seeing people, but like the classes themselves made me so mad. I, I thought they were the biggest waste of time. I physically went to our dean and complained about, I'm not, I'm not going to say his name, but I complained about a few of our teachers because it felt like we legitimately were sitting there for an hour doing nothing all day. And that pissed me off like crazy. So I wish during those times I didn't just sit there and follow the curriculum. I would have sat there and been like, I have an hour that we're doing nothing. I'm going to work on something that I genuinely care about. And that's okay. So that's just for me, though. I think you're in the 1% of people who complained about not learning enough in high school and not being challenged enough. And homework. Being, Where's my homework on this? What the heck? You forgot Why to cook homework today. I mean, okay, I'm not, I don't want more homework. I just didn't like if we had to sit there in a class, we shouldn't just be watching a random movie. Like, it was like, get, let me go home then and do something that's valuable. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Final, final question. Um, here we go. Sorry. I, everyone was, interesting was frozen. Um, if you could dive into a pool of anything right now, what would it be a pool of? I wanted us to have a random cue once a week just to see like what our thoughts are. And I want to see if we think about it, like if we do critical thinking and we're analytical, or like we actually think through our answers or we just chuck something out there. That's, that's kind of what I'm curious about when we do random questions. I'm going with the first thing that popped in my mind. So not analytical at all. Jello. I don't know why. I thought of Jello because I think it'd be fun to dive right in. Have you guys ever stuck? <laughs> you guys ever stuck your finger in Jello? <laughs> yes, I have. Imagine your whole body going in. I think that'd be pretty fun. You can watch a video on that. Mark Rober the guy that does all of the science stuff, he did a whole pool or hot tub of jello and they all played in it and it looked really fun. Yeah. See, I think it'd be super fun. I was thinking ranch at first, but then I was like, Oh, I was like, no, that would be, that would not be good. That'd be you're sticky. You want to say hi to him? Hey, What's up? How you doing? 
Bobby, why are you such a stranger? <laughs> it's because Brandon doesn't invite me around. Oh, that's mean. I know it is. Yeah. I'm a mean Jim. boy. Yeah. We have a question for you. Yeah. Special guest. So, quick question. If you could jump into a pool that was filled with anything, what would it be and why? Ice cream. <laughs> I like it. Why? Why should I like ice cream? <laughs> there you go, and it's cool. <laughs> All An right. awesome guest appearance. For everyone <laughs> listening, that, that was Brando's dad. And <laughs> I don't know. Would ice cream work? It I would have to be slightly melting. Yeah, because if you jump in, you're kind of just going to sit at the top and then melt in. But jello. What flavor? Uh, I immediately thought green for some reason. Hmm. Is that green apple or is that lime? I think it's lime, but I'd like green apple. Okay. <laughs> so green apple. Just personal preference. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I wish it was like, I'm guessing there is something where you can look this up. Basically, like, what your dreams mean, but what you're jumping into a pool of would mean. Um, maybe there is something out there. Oh, that's maybe, what I'm saying. Maybe you should do yeah. some research for next week. Maybe. <laughs> Joey, right. what would you like to jump into? Honestly, I don't know yet. I'm still thinking about it. And I'm really having a tough time. Um, I like Jell is a great idea. I I will think of something else, and I'm and I'm debating. But we'll do it like just do what I did when he said that. What was the first thing that popped in your mind? First thing that popped into my mind was um, mud um, because I thought of a mud bath. All right. <laughs> but then, obviously that's not going to smell good, nor would you like to eat that if you jumped into it, um, if that got into your mouth, which <laughs> jumped into it, I'm assuming it would, or your nose, just, Ooh. you know. Um, so quickly, I mean, that was the first thing. Quickly, I, uh, I assessed the situation, and I determined that mud was not the correct answer. <laughs> um, so currently, I'm still searching for what that right answer made me. <laughs> All right. So I actually was going to say something lame, but now I, I think I've thought of what I want to jump into. I want to jump in. Thing. I want to jump into a pool of sand. Ooh, that'd be kind sand? of cool. Yeah. So like really, really loosely packed or like a no, beach. No. So <laughs> what I would do, listen, listen up here. It's very okay. interesting. Now I'm, now I'm listening. If you pump enough air into sand, it creates enough air between the particles that it's like water. So I yeah. would install huge tubes underneath the pool that would just pump insane, some insane amount of air up through the sand particles. Then you dive in and it's like, it's legitimately like water. I watched a video on it once. Someone did it in a hot tub and you could dive into the bottom of a, in a hot, like the bottom of a hot tub with no effort just like you were sitting in a thing of water. It was the most insane thing I've ever seen. And I would like to experience that. 
because you can turn off the oxygen and it just freezes you in place because it just immediately hardens to normal sand. Wow, that's scary. Yeah. Yikes. So that would definitely be mine. That's pretty cool. That's crazy. What if you got it in your mouth, though? In your nose, in your ears, in your eyes? I'm sure you would. Your eyes would be bad. Gosh, nothing's worse than going to the ocean and getting sand in your shorts. Let me tell you, nothing in the world is worse than that. I would get stabbed in the left pinky. Nope. Right pinky, maybe, but left pinky, no. Well, getting buried under the sand and having sand everywhere. Nope, everywhere. just in your shorts. And then hopping in the cold ocean. Actually, that was fun, though. I'd do that again. No. Well, this was uh, this a good way to wrap it up. This is good, exciting stuff. Oh, Joey, just for our audience, because um, we brought up Three Timbers. Yeah. I've been giving quotes on Three Timbers, right? Getting jobs. Mm-hmm. It's not as fun without you. Like it, I, I said this yesterday on the podcast for people that listen, but it's just not as fun doing this without partners. <laughs> it's so like lonely and confusing and is michael not doing it no and i don't know how to do any of it so i'm just it's it'd be nice having multiple brains behind things like oh what are you gonna do i have given a thought yeah that's that's good i'm excited for you to join um yeah so with that i'll open my restaurant join yeah, I'm excited for that. With that, everybody, thank you for listening. Actually, sorry, I always forget that. Oh, Brandon does not want to do the closing today because he has. Uh, he's got guests. Yes, he's got guests in a bad case of the herpes. And um, so. <laughs> I'll do the closing if that's how it's going to be. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. We are super excited to eventually have a name for this podcast. Mm -hmm. But as you guys can tell, we're kind of chillax on this thing. We don't put a lot of pressure on it because we don't want to make it something that we don't enjoy doing. Therefore, if we don't get to a name, we don't get to a name next week. So bear with us. We're trying to learn about each other, learn from each other during these podcasts. And I hope as we kind of bounce around from parenting to a thing we would change in the past to jumping into a pool of randomness. I hope you guys can take some tidbit away from this and you've learned something and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening.